Welcome to episode two of Shane Talks. It's the sequel, the second episode. We're here to talk more movies and have a have a really fun and good time. Uh, I appreciate you coming back. Uh, I've got a really good group of guys with me today that we're going to talk about sequels with. My buddy Chris Wood is a drinking buddy of mine. Uh, I got Dave Mayer, who was one of my first bosses uh, when I worked at a movie theater. Uh, Brandon Simpson's another drinking friend of mine who's an Uber nerd. Uh, Jason Mayer is my cohort in putting all this stuff together and uh, and my sidekick that kind of pushes me to make sure I, I do stuff like this. And uh, Jason Richardson is back. He was in the first episode and was my boss at the same movie theater with Dave Mayer. Um, the first topic, as, as far as we go with sequels, uh, we need to address the fact that uh, within the last week, Jason Richardson made a rather disparaging post on Facebook about Back to the Future Part 2. It, it got to me and it upset me because I personally hold Back to the Future 2 as one of the best sequels uh, and, and, and one of my favorite sequels of the year. Ever. But I will, also, I will also throw this out there that I may be nine-year-old biased about that. There we go. Because <laughs> Truth comes out. There this movie we go. hit me at nine years old and showed me a future of 2015. It showed me an alternate 1985. And then it showed me the first movie again from a different perspective. And as a nine-year-old, those blew my mind from a storytelling standpoint. Can't now, understand why you like non-linear movies that involve time travel mm-hmm. or alternate dimensions. So literally every, literally every storytelling thing that I've carried with me throughout my life is a result of Back to the Future 2's influence on nine-year-old me. So, Jason, I want to know... Hmm. What was so wrong with Back to the Future 2? Um, okay, so let's go back to 1989. Uh-huh. At the time, it was hype. It was dope. It was the special effects were like, wow, the hoverboard. Oh, my God, is that what the future looks like? Wow, this is cool. Oh, my God, this music movie is confusing as hell. You got to really keep track. Okay, what's going on? They're going back and forth, but it's still pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. Like the movie back in 1989. Okay. It, it still did not have the heart of the original. It does not. But I, I, hey, I will, I will 100% sequel, agree with you. The first movie is a better movie. As a sequel, it was, it was, it was decent in 1989. All right. Uh, even at the time, I think they failed with trying to hide that they couldn't really have Crispin Glover in the film, and so they faked it as much as possible. Sure. Um, and then the fact that they replaced Jennifer with Elizabeth Shue, which was just way I even notice. <laughs> they could have just um, not even had the Jennifer character in the second one and played like they left her back in 1985 or something. I don't know. It just... The that was pro- The only problem with your theory is the fact that they literally shot the end of the first movie with her getting in the in the DeLorean. You really can't cut her out when she's already in the DeLorean when it goes to the future. Right, but when they came back, I don't know, they could have like, oh, we Oh, you we mean when they came back. back to 1985 and then you don't ever see her again for the rest of the movie? Something or like they they get to they get to the future and it's just Marty and Doc and they're like, sorry, we had to take Jennifer back because of something or I don't know. 
Mm. It was just, I hate when they replace um, the, the character with a different actress and they look completely off from the original per se. Well, here would, but, here would be my uh, argument to that. Uh, the, the girl, Claudia Wells, was maybe in three or four minutes of screen time in the first movie. So I feel like like what what Brandon said. I don't think anybody noticed that they changed the actress. I mean, oh, I was like I five years later before I realized that wasn't Elizabeth Shue. I was like, oh, I, yeah, I, I totally, check. totally, I totally noticed. I, I picked up on that stuff, but that was very that was very minor. But the problem that I had is when I watched it just last week again, it was one of those things where I have literally not seen that movie since the '90s. Sometime. And so I didn't feel like it carried over through the years. And I didn't feel the same as what I did when I originally watched it back in 1989. And I thought that there were just a, a really a lot of bad lines. Um, some of the acting I thought was just horrible. It felt forced. Um, but I do like the premise of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that the second half of the movie once um, Biff goes back to alter with the almanac i think that's where it picks itself up and it's a solid movie so you didn't like all of the cheesy stuff that they threw into 2015 all of the like george or uh steven spielberg's son directing jaws 19 or the texaco station or the the 80s cafe like that's they did predict the cubs yeah they got the cubs they got the cubs right it was fun stuff but it was i just thought that like all the the acting was just so over the top and and like the the Biff character of the future was just annoyed the fuck out of me. Like, go back we can cuss on this. Movie. Okay, I was just making sure. Yes. Okay, good. It's just like it's just so over the top, not even realistic per se, you know, even though I know it's fantasy in general, but I just I didn't feel like the movie I'll wrap up here. I didn't feel like the movie just didn't hold up from when it did in back in 1989, but it's still a decent movie. I'd have it in my collection. I just kind of, it fell flat for me. Wardo, give me a, give me a yay or nay on back to the future too. Yay. Dave. Man. Man. No. (laughs) There's a third option. (laughs) It's kind of, I'd I'd watch it. It's always option C. There's a third option. I'm going to say yay. I mean, does it hold up? But yeah. Yeah. All right. Jason. I, I'm in the meh category okay. as well, but I do enjoy it when it's on, but it's not something I will seek out to go watch. Right on. All right. Yeah. So does, does anybody connect with anything that I say on that? No, yeah. I mean, like, I, right. I definitely feel like the second half is better than the first. Yeah. As far as the writing and the and actually pretty much everything across the board. Um, oh, 38 year old me totally gets where you're coming from. It, it is kind of cheesy now, but yeah, if we're going back to nine-year-old me and the wow factor, it's kind of like Jurassic Park. First time you see dinosaurs, you just your mind's yeah. blown. But oh, now sure. you see, now you see him, you're just like, oh look, the dinosaur. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But, but like, who didn't want that hoverboard back in the day? You know, exactly. <laughs> Everyone and those Jordan shoes, the Jordan shoes. Still want those. All right. So <laughs> we've, we've we've addressed my biggest concern with sequels was me and. Me and uh, Jaber getting that clarified. So the first category I want to go to are really good sequels. Some of these good sequels I consider possibly better than the original film. Uh, the first one I would discuss is Aliens. 
clearly. You've got you've, yes. got, you've got Alien, which is a very solid movie. It is a very good oh. space horror story that's got a lot of jump scares and it, it, it's kind of like a creature movie in outer space. But when they switched over to do Aliens and turned it into the action movie that it became, I felt Michael like Bean for life. I felt like it was a far superior jump to what to what we originally got. Not only a solid solid sequel, which like you said might be better, but it's actually one of the few movies that when you add in the deleted scene, the director's cut, mm-hmm. it makes it better. Sure. And they can't say that about a lot of movies. No. But yeah, the director's cut of that is phenomenal as well. Cameron knows his shit. Uh, you want to talk about James Cameron, let's talk about his jump from the first Terminator, which is a oh. decent movie. Yeah. But I oh. far more enjoy T2 oh. better than I than I like the first one. Because he Another always time. ups the ante. He does that every movie. If he can't do it, he'll build it and find a way to make it happen. That's I'm going to argue that one just a little bit. Okay. Growing up and loving T2 the way that I did, um, mm-hmm. I get really, really bored at points of that movie oh, really? uh, of the second of the second one, and and while I really enjoy the action and the fact that he pushed he pushed the special effects really hard in that one, mm-hmm. and they were amazing to watch, and I still think they hold up even now watching that. Yeah. Movie. Um, like the the terror aspect of the first one is just so oh. good. But it, it's oh, yeah. it's almost it's almost just like the alien to aliens jump, where the first one is kind of more of a horror suspense kind of thing. Cheaper, the first one budget, it, if, and then it flips. And the second one, second one's way more action packed, yep. and it's yeah. got so much more going on. And it's and, polished. It's way more but, polished. But, uh, Absolutely. If you really think, think about like, the first Terminator movie, it's almost it's almost like a slasher movie. Like oh, he's yeah. literally just going around finding people to kill. Yeah, um, and he's just stomping towards them at all times. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He's um, the Jason. He can walk. <laughs> but uh, I really enjoy the second one. Also for the fact, um, from a storytelling perspective, I loved flipping the bad guy from the first movie into the good guy in the second movie. Oh yeah, because everyone um, loved Arnold. So. Sure, oh, yeah. but you have to think about it from the, think about it this way. Um, before the internet ruined everything. Uh, when you watched the first movie and you got Schwarzenegger as this bad guy, when you're watching the second movie, for the first 40 minutes, you think Robert Patrick is trying to find John Connor to save him because you've got a, you've got the T-800 back again. So it, from watching the first movie to the second one, you think the T-800 is trying to kill John Connor again. Robert Patrick is trying to save him. And then that scene in the hallway at the mall when he pulls oh, yeah. out the shotgun and says, get down, get that's, down. The, that's the moment you realize. That's the first time in the movie you realize, wait a minute, Arnold's the good guy, not the one that's trying to kill John Connor. Yeah, that's but where dude, I would be interested. I'd be interested in going back and watching the trailer to that movie. They ruined they it. They ruined they it. They told you in the trailer that yep. he was the good guy. Yep. Yeah. Wow. That is the that is the biggest trailer blunder in the history of Hollywood. And well, one of two. One of that them. that is the biggest trailer blunder in the history of Hollywood, in my opinion, for the fact that it it made the mistake of showing you he was the good guy. But I think that that was a marketing tool, and yep. because Arnold had oh, grown yeah. at that point, people like him, and if they knew he was the good guy, it would market better. Hundred percent right. But can you imagine if you can you imagine if ever after that? I was gonna say, can you? 
imagine if you didn't know that walking in and you were oh, there. Oh, it'd be incredible. Dude, I went on, opening, I went on opening weekend. I went on Saturday morning. My dad took me on Saturday morning to go see that movie. And if you didn't know that and then that part happened, you would have flipped your poop oh, yeah. like crazy, man. I didn't know going in. I didn't see any trailers. I only knew that it was coming out. So I did. I thought it was like, what the hell's going on? That's oh, awesome. Wow. Yeah, and it was great. Same here. Too. Absolutely when great. When you, you know, don't you know, can't do that it makes today. that first 40 minutes that much better. Yeah, but you can't do say, that today at all. Yeah, no, you can. It's oh, come on. Not with the internet. And as soon as somebody knows something, they're blowing it out of the water. And I have to say, um, like going back real quick to, to Aliens, the, the sequel, I mm-hmm. that's one of the few films where I probably went and saw that maybe five or six times in the theater. Nice. It's one of the few movies I've seen in the theater the most. It is good. During during the during its run. And I just remember I was I'm 13 years old and I just went back and forth just constantly to to, to watch that. Um as far as T2, a little story there. So that came out what, 91 or 91 or 92? Yep. 91. 91. Okay. So at that time I was working at General Cinema Eastgate and we were so pissed we didn't get booked with it. Lowe's Cherry Tree got it. But that same weekend, the movie that we did open was the original Problem Child. <laughs> <laughs> and while while it did okay. R.I.P. Ritter. Okay. <laughs> The whole world is going down the street to see the Terminator movie, and we got Problem Child, wow. and we were just so mad that wow. we couldn't have had played that movie at Eastgate. But that came out right at the same weekend. So Lowe's Cherry Tree is where I saw it. Jason, where, like where did you see Where did you see Alien five times? Alien Cherry Tree. Cherry Tree. Yeah, I used yep. to go. Saw P two. I think Glendale once. Glendale four, five, and six. Four, five, and six. So I have a feeling we're all going to be pretty universal on this next one that I say because I really don't think there's anybody on the planet who is going to disagree with this. Batman Begins is a decent movie. It's a lot of fun, but The Dark Knight is far superior. Absolutely. Absolutely. The Dark Knight is literally near near flawless. If you take Heath out of it, is it still that great of a movie though? Uh, It depends on it depends on who plays the Joker. Yeah, if, it is. If, if somebody else was a good Joker, the movie would still be solid. He's yeah, just, story was he's good. Just so he made it, it iconic. He made it iconic. He, he, I, did. Absolutely. he absolutely nailed it. But if you got somebody else who could have played a almost as good Joker, I still think the story and the things the Joker does, his character, yeah, for the story, I still think having to choose, you know, who he's going to save, you know. All, all of the all of the stuff that the Joker does, as long as you've got another actor who who did as well as he, it it it, it is a movie holds up despite how good his performance is. Do you imagine Joaquin Phoenix's version of the Joker being that Joker? Wow. Uh, oh. That could have done really, really awesome. That, that would have been interesting. I would have liked it a lot more. <laughs> uh, so not I get feel off like, topic. That was not a Joker movie. I feel I, like the <laughs> Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just, I, I'm trying not to get off topic of sequels, but the newest Joker to me was, you could have named that movie anything. Psycho Killer, Angry yeah. Guy. Yep. I don't know. To me, yeah. it just was not a, a comic, comic Joker movie. Correct. It was a yeah. psychology movie. I agree with that 100%. Just, 
Yeah. I was going to say with, with Dark Knight, it's an excellent movie. It's probably one of the best movies of all time. Best action movies. Just best, just best movies, period. Movie experience. Absolutely. But I'm kind of one of those persons where like um, everyone just loved it so much that it kind of just, I just, it kind of turned me off a little bit. Like everyone pushed him up. What's that? <laughs> I'll say it pulled a Forrest Gump. Yeah, I just, it was just kind of like, I mean, everybody was bowing down to it. I'm just kind of like, okay, it's just a movie. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it's a great, it's a great movie, but it was so overly praised that it was just like, okay, it's almost kind of like, um, you know, a lot of people are attracted to Brad Pitt, and that's kind of like, like, all all right, you can have them. You know what I He's mean? He's fantastic. Like, he is. It, it's just, it, but I mean, it's it's still an excellent movie. It was just kind of like everyone just like dispute over it. It's just like okay. Uh, so while we're while we're talking about Batman sequels, I'm curious how does how's everybody feel about Batman Returns? I mean, I, I liked it. it. It's fine. It's a good movie. I don't think it's better than the first Batman. I, I think I don't I'd agree with that. Yeah. I uh my problem with the the Batman Returns is like you did not it, the first one felt organic with how it moved between the Joker and Batman whereas the second one it felt like that was a villain movie that just had some Batman stuff in it. Okay. And to me that just it it really bogged it down. I think you could have I I think I would have preferred it to have more Michael Keaton, more Batman in it. Um just was that because, the like, Pfeiffer yeah, that's the Michelle Pfeiffer one. Yeah. I just uh, Burton got dude, dude, Christopher you know Walken. It's one of the it's one of the first movies that started killing you with having too many villains, man. You know, like yeah. they you just had too much going there. on. And yeah, I mean, they just oh, it was over the top with you know trying to make it a rogues gallery, but you, that needs to be more of a serialized thing. It can't you can't cram three villains. I mean, in in what 90 minutes two hours it's just it's overkill agreed and it, and it takes away from it took away from uh the batman side of it, like jason said and i know a lot of people who really enjoy that movie a lot more than they did the original batman but i don't i i don't personally see that at all in that film oh, the, first one, the first one had the heart yeah it had the heart and the second one was like eh. I'll put it in the collection. I'll find it the five. I got the five dollar Walmart Blu-ray. <laughs> I'll add it to there the you collection. Go. All right. Well, while while we're on the comic book topic, let's address the movie that's behind Jason Mayer, X Two. Yes. Uh, in my yes. opinion, this far superior to the thing. first one. Uh, oh, it is. It is the Aliens uh, of Alien. The the, the <laughs> first one. The first one had the problem of having to, uh, having to set up the universe and having to set everything up. Um, the second one, I feel like they just do that nightcrawler scene to open that movie. Yes. Best the opening scene of a comic book movie. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, that killed me. It's funny. Cause I always hated nightcrawler in the comic book. Uh-huh. Because what? I was like, what, what can he do? What can you know? Like, He's all right. And then I saw that scene and I was like, yeah. holy crap. It opened your eyes to what he did. But I yeah. think the first one, it has a special place because like, like that was the first Marvel. You know what I mean? It, yep. it was. I'll never forget when the lights dimmed and the act on Fox like lit up, stayed lit while the rest of everything went black. 
oh, that was like, oh my God, I can't believe I was watching it with Manuel and we were like, oh my God, I can't believe we're watching this movie. Um, yeah, it's I hard saw, for me to say two is better. I saw a trade screening of X-Men 1 and they did not have the scene where the senator comes out of the water. I was they there. Even, they didn't even have the special effects done. It just showed him walk out of the water and then the screen went blank and it said, uh, Senator Kelly morphing and the, it was a blank <laughs> screen with those words on the screen. And then, it, and it, I mean, this was like a week before the movie was coming out. So we were sitting there like, how the hell do you not have this done a week beforehand? And then they just cut it out. Because <laughs> there's a total, like, there's a couple of lines see. of dialogue that they just completely cut from the movie. But the second one, um, I think the second one takes off like a rocket and it goes really, really fast. And it's great. Uh, until after they escape from the mansion, then it slows down quite a bit until they get to the lake. Okay. Um, but I will say, as far as like, uh, as far as that tr- that series of movies, by far the best one. X X Men, if not you know every uh, a lot of people know that if not for Blade, X Men never gets made. Sure. Clearly, yes. Yeah, X Men is really the one that ushered in the entire movie business the way we know it today because blade was a horror comic movie not a not a not a family friendly ish kind of comic movie so and rated r at that well i can't believe that's been 20 years now right since the original x-men 20 years 20 years yes yeah we opened it at greenwood it was one of our first movies that we opened man you guys are old (laughs) <laughs> yes we are yeah wow. who's uh, the oldest one on this call uh well he's know. talking about t2 back in 91 and i was 10 i was in college when i saw back to the future too <laughs> oh my god 19 i'm i'm an 80s child i'm, I'm 80 i'm 1980 also yeah, I'm 81 81 all right, well, so since Blade got a... I want, actually, the first thing I want to address right now, I was supposed to address this in my opening, and I forgot to. Uh, we've gotten on to comic book movies now. Uh, we, we, as a group, kind of decided at the beginning of this that we were going to leave the Marvel Cinematic Universe alone, uh, specifically because um, each Do of those movies episode. kind of builds on other movies that aren't necessarily direct sequels. So I didn't really feel comfortable trying to be like, well... Iron Man 2 was okay because it set up this for that, even though it wasn't as good as the first one. Or Winter Soldier's amazing, but a lot of the story from Winter Soldier was set up in a different movie. So it's And Captain America was in movies between that and Winter Soldier. So as a group, we kind of just decided we were going to stay away from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But Blade 2 was not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So what do you guys think about Blade 2? Blade 2 is garbage. Blade what? 2 is Blade terrible. Two is shit. I hate the soundtrack of this shit. I, I didn't even see it. But I, I can't even remember the first one. <laughs> really? Blade 2 went on MMA and Turnbuckle. The fight scene like like uh incredible. Infinity or something? Huh? That was Trinity. That's Trinity. 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 That's when yeah, Ryan Reynolds decided, yep. okay, I'm going to be the funny guy. I'm gonna and be that's when Ryan Reynolds became awesome. But anyway. yeah. The second Blade's good. Oh, yeah. I like, I like the, the first one. The first one's my favorite out of that trilogy for sure. Uh, but the ending of the first one's a little lackluster. Right. The second one with. Pretty cool. 
hate Ron Perlman in that movie. He is so terrible. Oh. He literally plays like the the exact same person in that movie yes. that he had played in. Ron Perlman cannot act. Okay, I'm okay. Dave, with you are muted. <laughs> Sorry, I was gonna say he's the same guy in the Alien movie. It's the same character. Exactly. Absolutely. He can't act. He is just Ron Perlman in every movie. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. That's Ron Perlman. That's it. That's it. <laughs> he's got one speed. Hellboy. All right. So Ron Perlman. Blade Two. Blah. <laughs> Uh, let, let's shift back to one that uh, I don't know uh, most of you's opinions on this one. It's considered one of the greatest sequels ever made. I personally like it better than the original because it has nonlinear storytelling in it. And that's The Godfather Part 2. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I don't know if I honestly watched better. it once. <laughs> I believe it's, it's better because as good as the first movie is, the first movie is a very slow gangster mobster movie, and it's mm-hmm. Michael Corleone learning what his family does. In the second movie, you get to see the shift of him taking over and being the one that's making all these decisions. Like and the you get, birth and, of Al Pacino. And you get the <laughs> yeah, and you get the parallelism of what his dad went through when his dad was starting up and all the low-level mobster shit that his dad had to do when he was trying to become who he became in the first movie. So I like I like the parallels of they're both not necessarily fish out of water, but like the new guy aspect of we're we're just taking over these roles. The Godfather and, movies are really are really good. They're they're slow burns. Excellent <laughs> stories and acting, but I just forget i forget him i have to watch him every like six seven years and i forget what happens but they're good though but i just it's a dump truck i just forget about they're iconic but they're very slow burns i mean i think that's just Scorsese's style in general i mean they're great they're only as great as the acting but yes it is way better than the first Okay. But I, it's not that kind of movie I can watch over and over and over. It's like once every ten years. I'm gonna watch right. that. It's required to. Uh, I'm an original kind of guy, I, and I, I really liked two. I really did. Um, and they were, when I first saw it, I was like, "Wow, that that was really powerful." Um, seeing exactly what you said that 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 growth of Michael versus you know uh, his father, but I just think one holds up better on repeated viewing okay jason do you have a preference on either one i'm not gonna lie to you i've watched both of them one time each it was 20 years ago (laughs) and like jaybird i don't remember a whole lot besides like the highlights of what i've seen other people play over and over again somebody hit a gun in a toilet what So yeah, back in the day. Yeah. (laughs) Wardo, what's your opinion? One or two, or just me? I gotta go with two. Okay. And yeah. Any specific reason, or you just you just like it? It's just it. it, I mean, one like they said, it was it was Scorsese movies are just very slow, plodding along, plodding along, plodding along. But it's just it just. It I just it ramped Coppola. up a little bit. Oh, that's oh, Francis that's, Ford Coppola. Yeah, Francis Ford Coppola. I'm sorry, that was Coppola. Sorry. Co- Co- same thing. Right? I feel like him and Scorsese. All right. Generation, same director type. New Jersey, right. I didn't catch it. You're fine. Uh, 
What? Do, well, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Bleh. Anywho, uh, we can edit this out. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I would say, uh, I would say that it just the second one just was more more active for me, and that's why I liked it a little bit more. Okay. Meteor. Uh, this, is, this is a this is a topic that uh, Jason and I talked about recently. Empire Strikes Back versus Star Wars: A New Hope. Empire kills it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's got to be universal, right? I, that's, Absolutely. I, I have it. I, I have I, it down as this is better than the original. <laughs> well, I mean, Empire. That's, like, I I mean, that. that's you could put that in the category of like you know, Empire, T2, Aliens. I mean, Dark just. Night. Dark Knight, Dark Knight, they basically exceed, for the most part, the original, and not a lot of sequels have done that. And, and I feel like in these instances, it's because the first film had so much setup that it had to do. Star Wars had to set up a lot of things before The Empire Strikes Back could be awesome. In the same way Batman Begins had to set up a lot of things before The Dark Knight could be as awesome as it is. Yeah, I mean, as I I can totally feel you on that. I I still don't believe that George Lucas figured out that he was going to make them brother and sister until he was writing Return of the Jedi. <laughs> uh, I think he was planning on playing them totally against each other for the entire length of that, and then he was like, "Uh, I don't know. Oh, maybe it's easier this way." Sure. Than, like, <laughs> which which so. which the awkward part about that is. So they kiss at the beginning of Empire at, at the scene, two the scene thirds, in Dagobah. Two thirds of the way through Empire, Yoda tells us there is another. But he doesn't uh-huh. say who it is. You're so right. he could have made that anybody he You're wanted right. to in the entire movie. It's the other female in the movie. All oh, right, wait, you know what? I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> he could have said that it was Han Solo for all we know. You're, you're <laughs> Chewbacca. That's true. Uh, is is there anybody who wants to argue for the for, for episode four over Empire? Nope. Episode four. I, I, a new I don't know. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, New Hope. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars had such nostalgia, and I feel like I always go back and like, oh, did I really like it was the beginning of something? But I think that's more like pulling at the heartstrings, like that's the first, the introduction, sure. everything. But no, I yeah. think mine's better. Empire is way better, but right. I, but it's still not my favorite. Like I like uh, I sure. still love A New Hope more so, but Empire's a better movie. Dude, when back in the day, I saw all of them at the theaters. I saw the original at the theater. <laughs> but when you, 19, what, it was 81? When you saw the ad-ads and the tauntauns on the big screen, I mean, especially ad-ads, man, it was just yeah. like, and it and they still hold up, in my opinion. I agree. More so uh, than Back to the Future. The, so we, we, we've hit most of the iconic movies that I thought were better than their originals. This last one's just kind of a personal preference with me. Um, it is The Spy Who Shagged Me. Oh, God. That's one that I believe far exceeded what the first Austin Powers did. I was uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was really <laughs> good fact. for a, a sequel. It was good for a sequel. It was bigger than life. Though. Dave, which oh. Austin Powers would you take? I can't stand fat bastards. So I, I, know what I, I just don't like the character. I just... I, I, that's, Get that's... in my belly. He made me want to go to Chili's. I mean, 
Mm-hmm. Wardo, what's your opinion on on the International Man of Mystery? It's a good it's a good start for it, but it just it, the second one just really grew, and they made it made it a lot more than the sum of its parts. I mean, it made it it made it into lexicon that we're still talking about twenty years from now. We aren't talking about um, he's dying over here. You know, we're not we're not talking about characters like secondary characters from. It, um, the first one we're talking like Fat Bastard and Mini Me, things yep. like Mini Me will hold up. Yeah, Mini Me holds up. <laughs> yeah. hey, what were the um? R. What R. was R. the what was the what were the twins' name? Fuck me and fuck you. Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> twins, Basil. Twins. Twins. <laughs> when well, I yeah, first saw that love, scene and love they love said fuck me, fuck you, I lost that. That's yeah. just so fucking funny. The Jerry Springer shit. The entire sequence at the tent. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh. And all the shadow puppetry. And, yep. oh, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It was like, that and yeah. Jerry Springer and, shit. And, I thought that was Jerry Springer. Springer. I, I, I feel like Seth Green. It is shit. <laughs> but see, even talking about this, like, even talking about this makes me want to go back and watch the first one, because, like, the first one, I have no memory of it until I watch it. I'll be like, "Oh, okay, yeah," but like I really can't tell you. Uh, I can't remember anything really specifically from the first one. I just know it was good. Elizabeth Hurley, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I like the first one a lot, but the second one I will admit gets a little. They took, they took all their jokes to like the next level with the second yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Some yep. of it really worked. Some of it fell a little flat, but for the most part, the second one's a really. I, I I kind of put them at like one A one B for me. Like I don't know if one's better than the other, um, personally. So, all right. So we've addressed all of the ones where I believe the sequel was better than the first, but I've still got a couple where I think the sequels aren't bad. And uh, the first one would be the Evil Dead Two. And I enjoyed what they did with taking a very low budget horror movie. And then remaking the exact same movie as a horror comedy for the second one. Never saw it. You never saw this Evil Dead 2? Evil Dead 2? Okay. Uh, I know it's a cult hit. Sure. That, that's it was definitely more fun. It was camp. It's the yes. pure definition of campy. They they literally make fun of themselves. Like, I'm, I'm dead serious. I think it's the exact same script. Because the exact same things happened to the characters in the second one, but they ramped up the comedy aspect of it compared to when they were trying to make a legit scary movie in the first one. Yeah. Now, I'm biased because Army of Darkness is still my favorite. I'm literally staring at my Bruce Campbell signed Army of Darkness poster. Nice. But. So next week on Trilogies, we're going to address Army of Darkness. But the second one was still enjoyable. Oh, all right. So I also really, really, and I'm going to I'm gonna flex my Kevin Smith fanboy. Yeah. I love Clerks 2. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And yes. I have to go back and I, it, I have no memory of it. I, I just felt disappointed when I you saw it. You don't remember it. the donkey scene? And Pillowcane? <laughs> So, so Randall burns down the quick stop. Oh. So they have to get a job at movies. So the whole movie is them working at movies, and it's a bunch of little sketches about the characters no. that come into movies. Um, and then there's kind One of a love story with Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Um, and then there's a dance sequence. 
ABC. And okay. and, uh, mm-hmm. and then there's a donkey yeah, see, show. I'd have to watch it again. I gotta watch it again. You should watch it. And again. then there's. It's, I mean, you can't forget Jay. Because wrong as that was, that was great. <laughs> you can't forget uh, Jay doing God. the uh, Silence oh, of the Lambs homage. Yes, the Silence of the Lambs homage. Yes. Yeah. I felt like no one talked about the sequel when it came out. And there was they no didn't. one was making references to it. Everyone was so stuck on the first one, which was classic. Yeah. it's. But no one talks about, no, even today, I don't hear anybody talk about Clerks 2. That's true. You're not really it's, it's 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 kind of an in the know sort of thing. If you if you've seen it once or twice, you can talk about. It. But yeah, like you said, it's kind of it's off the radar. What, I honestly like it more than. But we still person. talk about snowballing though. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I, I what, what I love and appreciated is the fact that the ten year time gap it address or the like fifteen year time gap it addresses. Uh, it, it literally picks up with their current lives and how they've literally done nothing with their lives. And I, I, I enjoy the antagonistic friendship that they have where it's just like one friend's trying to move away and the other friend doesn't want to let go of their friendship. And I mean, yeah, it all works out in the end, but I, I enjoy the I enjoy their dealing with their friendship so many years later from the first movie. Yeah, but Shane, I mean, you also got to think of the the aspects that were going on in your own life at that point in time, too. So, I mean, like, yeah, you know, I I, I enjoy the second one, but the first one is far superior for me. Um, and that's probably just because that's what, like, Kevin Smith spent oh, yeah. so much time and effort on. Whereas Clerks 2, it's a worthy succession of the characters, but it's one of those ones where, like, I constantly forget that he even exists. I, I mean, I own the movie, and I go, oh, yeah, you haven't seen that. Let's watch that. Now, let's address this real quick, though. You admitted not too long ago you watched it with your nephew, and yeah. you really enjoyed it. Oh, no, no, no. It's a, it's a good movie. Okay. I just don't think of it often. Um, yeah, like Kevin Smith movies, I think of Clerks and Chasing Amy. Sure. Yeah. To be completely honest, that's where, like, those are his two best movies sure. for me. Yep, you know, like, like everything, and everything Dogma. else is everything Dogma. else is just kind of like okay, yeah, I, oh, 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 yeah, mall rats. I totally like mall rats, and I mean, I enjoy all this. Dog was my oh, favorite. Coplin. Oh God, was it what's it called? Cop what? Cop, Cop land. Oh, Cop out. Cop out. Why would you pull that out certain count. things? Cop land was the 1997 uh, Sylvester Stallone movie. Yeah. Yeah. Cop out. Cop out. That didn't deserve a sequel, so it didn't get one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so let's move on to uh, there's very few modern day movies that I think are good sequels. But one of them that I absolutely love is Happy Death Day to You. <laughs> the first Happy Death Day was a was a science fiction horror film that was a lot of fun. You get to watch yep. this girl die every single day, different ways, yep. and she has to try to figure out who's killing her. That that was a fun formula for a movie. When they announced a sequel, I was seriously like, what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to do a sequel? She broke the time loop in the end. So what did they do? They didn't make it a horror movie anymore. Now it's a science fiction Sci-fi. Movie. Yeah. Sci-fi comedy. I was disappointed yeah. with that. With that. 
I was too. I was I not. Mean, I thought that was a great genre flip. And that, like, would you have rather would, seen a reboot of "Oh, she's just living the same day all over again"? Like, no, I want a different explanation for it, though. I mean, other than "Oh, sci-fi," and now the government's going to take over the project. I was like, what? What? Yeah, Dude, I have to tell you that when I told Shane what I thought was happening in the first movie was like the spirit of her mom was kind of like guiding her to get the reset because of the fact that she kept dying. So yeah. like I I thought it was something to do with her mom and the spirit her mom had like somehow. And then for them to do what they did, while it's interesting, um I didn't I didn't I thought it was just blah. I thought it was just yeah. okay. I thought it was an easiest explanation. okay explanation. Yeah. It was a quick a quick cash pickup. Yeah, yeah I, I I was so excited for the set uh-oh. I think we just lost Dave mid, mid yeah, yeah. He's going to come back uh, tomorrow at the same point in time. <laughs> Dave's rebooting his time machine right now. <laughs> it's just funny that he paused. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Dave can hear us, but we can hear you, sir. Jaybird, what we oh. hear? Oh, there's Dave. There he is. Dave, there I am. just Sorry. in here. Sorry, I was, I was just saying that um, I, I texted Jason and chain about how psyched I was for the movie because I felt like the first one uh, didn't get a lot of hype and I had so much fun. I was so pumped. It was like yeah. I was actually excited to go see it in the theater and I saw it and I was kind of like it, it couldn't live up to the first one for me. Uh, Jaybird, you feel the same way or what's your feeling? I really enjoyed the first one much better and this one was was a letdown for me. I luckily I only paid seven dollars for it. <laughs> I bought a uh, a digital code and downloaded it. All right. Um, and let it sit for two months before I actually watched it. Um, <laughs> and I, you know, I, it was it was it was just silly. You know, they were just looking for a quick uh, cash pickup, and I don't. I feel like there was no heart put into it. It was just kind of. Uh, Interesting. I don't like, but, I mean, but it's one of those things, though. It's one of those things, though, where you know what? I'll have it in my collection because I like the first one, and maybe twenty years from now, I'll just all of a sudden like this one. You know? Here's, here's here's my thing to say about it, though. It's the same writer and director who did the first one, so that's why I wouldn't say it was a cash grab. He got to tell his sequel that he wanted to to his movie. That, there was no sequel to that damn movie when that first one came out. That made the first one made a lot of money, and all of a sudden, like, get your ass back in the room and write something. Yeah, else. did the okay. studio kind of <laughs> that writing oh, no. to him? I think. <laughs> I will say That's what I love, like, what I love about the girl spider. that plays the main character is like recently she did an interview where they asked her if they were going to do a third one, and she says, "I don't care when he writes the third one, even if I have to come back like Jamie Lee Curtis and be a fifty-year-old version of Tree, I will come back and do it." <laughs> And I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so another recent sequel that I thought far exceeded what I thought it was going to be was the Jumanji sequel, Welcome to the Jungle. I now, love both those movies. It's, yeah. not any, it's, not, it's not better than the original Jumanji. Jumanji is, is classic in my opinion. Yeah. But the second one for updating it to modern times, making it a, a video game instead of a board game, I felt like they did a really good job, and yeah. then did a good job of pay- it. Was it was like it was like the flip of um, uh, oh, what am I trying to say? Um, 
in the in the first in the first movie, the the game comes to the real world. I liked mm-hmm. that they flipped it and took the real world inside the game for the second one. And you, my my favorite scene in the entire sequel is when you go and you find the hut that uh, Zach, whoever's living, is Zach. Or That's the, a Jonas, Jonas brother. brother. Yeah, the Jonas brother. <laughs> the hut that he's living in, and you find out that was where Robin Williams' character lived for the years that he was in the game. I was like, that's absolutely brilliant. I, I thought that was a great way to tie that's a nice nod. character into the movie. That's a nice nod. Uh, so, I did forget. Thank you, Chris Ward. Chris Ward, why don't you address the movie that I forgot? Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Which, in all honesty, I mean that's a, that's a slam dunk. It, yeah, it, it is. That that movie is absolutely amazing. The only thing I will say, it's not hard to be better than the motion picture. Yeah, yeah that should have been that, the first Star Trek. That was yeah. the rough beginning. The motion picture was yeah. so dull. Yeah. That thing. I don't even remember out. the first one. Exactly. Uh, it they just the kind of fly around. Are good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to probably watch it again sometime soon, but yeah. The ball totally chip. Don't remember it. That's what I, yeah, that's all I remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, se- the second but, one was far superior to the motion picture. Only the human ones it? are good. That's that's kind of how it works. <laughs> you had mentioned that Die Hard. Made what about? afraid of like bugs getting in my fucking ears and shit. <laughs> yeah. So as far as yeah. Die Hard goes, Dave, there's, there's a category that I like to call the Die Hard effect. Uh-oh. The Die Hard effect is literally where your first movie is so good that you decide to carbon copy it for the second movie and make minor changes. An example, Speed Home 2 Alone, Cruise, Cruise Control. Oh, God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. No, no. Well, no, Siege we did... 2 on a train. Exa- under Siege 2 oh. on a train. Oh, dark oh, territory. Go. I, got a, I got a really good one for you in this category. Teen Wolf 2, oh, basketball to wrestling. Okay, all right. So you have just you have just opened up my category right there. All right, bring it on, Jaybird. What else do we got? Okay, so like Teen Wolf 2, Speed 2, uh, no Home way Alone are they better two. than the first, Home the originals, right? They are so bad. They are so fucking bad that they're good. Okay, Jaybird, let me ask you about this one. Jaybird, Predator 2. Oh. Oh. Mm. I can I could do it. I could do without it. Okay. All right. I like I I could do I could do without it. I liked it too. He wasn't too old for that shit. (laughs) But but here's the thing though, like, okay, this is me in Walmart, like around the Christmas time. I'm shopping and I always raid the five dollar Blu-ray bin at Walmart. And I was going through, and I found Speed Two Cruise Control for five dollars. Five dollars on Blue Ray. That whole store knew when I found that. I mean, <laughs> I was that giddy and happy. And again, Speed Two is so bad that it's it's so fun to watch because it's so bad. Is so it Lethal Weapon? Lethal Weapon Two. Lethal Weapon Two is the shit. Yes. Yeah, but does it fall in the same category? I believe it does. The plot yeah. is really similar to the first one. 
Oh, wait, wait, well, yeah, I won't. No, well, I the mean, with Lethal Weapon 2 is it starts that progression of like every single sequel we make, we must add a brand new major character yep. and let them be a part of this movie. Yep. It's no, Joe I mean, it, 2, there's it Dave Russo in 3. I don't see Lethal, Lethal Weapon 1 and 2 is the same, though. I mean, Lethal Weapon 1 was all about is this cop suicidal or not? And then, you know, right, they bombed right. eventually. Yeah, but it was the all second about one was more guy. okay. There's a drug guy, right? That's just an action movie. <laughs> All right, so hold, so, no, but so what about, no, what about hold on? What about U.S. Marshals? That's a different um, movie too. Well, no, no. it's not. Somebody down. That's that, the exact that, same thing. That would be that would He's be. It, it, yeah. it was. It wasn't a horrible movie, but it wasn't the Fugitive. But it wasn't a horrible movie though. Whereas, like, like you initially you started the category as sequels that are the same premise it's just you're doing another one correct yeah whereas the, the movies you were the movies you were naming off yes yeah, the same premise but i was just thinking they're just such bad sequels <laughs> that you like them because they're so bad problem child Lethal Weapon 2, no matter if you think it's the same premise as the first one, Lethal Weapon 2 was a superior sequel. Okay, here it we go. Javer, Javer, give me this one. Short Circuit 2. Oh, oh. God. Oh. No, that was, so, that was so bad I wouldn't even have it in my collection. <laughs> All right, what about, what about next Friday? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Put it in the Friday, it's not my... Thing. And Friday is one of those movies that I stop no matter what, and I'll watch it. Oh, it can yeah. be one in the really? morning. And I'm like, oh, I gotta watch it now. But okay. there are people that feel strong about next Friday. That's a cash grab. That one I will that say. That was is. definitely a cash grab. What about <laughs> Friday? Gremlins? Was legendary. About... Next Friday was like what? Gremlins <laughs> two. Oh, the new. You know what? That's another one that at least they flipped the script on that. You're right. Because I don't think it was an comedy. exact replica. Because the first one was felt more like a horror movie, yes. whereas the second one feels more like a comedy. Compared. Comedy, yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. But so I have it in my collection, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about, okay, so here, here's a movie where I think all of us love the first one. I'm curious how you guys feel about the second one, and that's Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> Loved it. Vigo! <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> Jason apparently did not. I like oh, those. Oh, you got Bobby Brown on the soundtrack too. I mean, oh yeah, it's literally the song same all movie. the time. It was, yeah, definitely the same movie. But and they didn't, they, they they didn't try. It I think Special they all effects. literally took their checks and went. <laughs> 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 okay, where do I go? Uh, so um, this is this. Uh, we'll, we'll get to the why did this ever get made category soon. Um, I would, I, I would, I would like to bring up uh, a movie that I think is one of the worst sequels. Actually, actually I got two of them right here. Uh, the Lost World was Ugh. a pathetic sequel to Jurassic Park. I can agree to that. Uh, the fact, mm -hmm. the fact that they turned it into a Godzilla film for free. Yeah. Just ruined the movie for me, and they did it again later. But anyway, yes. Sorry. Yeah, uh, that was the other... a movie where I went back to see it again just to make sure <laughs> because I wanted to like it so much. Mm -hmm. But like, just to I mean, make sure. Jeff Goldblum is just terrible in the movie. The girl that plays his daughter is terrible. Pete Postaway <laughs> might be the. Uh, 
Yeah, because Vince Vaughn isn't even good. Vince Vaughn tried to save it. Yeah, Vince Vaughn didn't. Pete yeah. Postaway was probably the best character in the whole in the whole movie. Yep. Um. So yeah, that's that's one that I think is really garbage. And then Mission Impossible Two. Yeah, was no. I liked it. Garbage sequel. No, it was John Woo. Gar- First garbage. Of all, yes, it was John Woo. Why are you asking John Woo, an amazing action adventure director, to direct a movie about a covert group of people who are supposed to go unnoticed in any mission they go on? And I feel you, like he was just coming off a of Crouching Tiger. You and get the director who no, 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 blows this was up the, everything. That was Ang Lee. That was yeah, Ang Lee. Sorry, but on top of that, he had just come off a of face off. That's what, what it was. Face off was yes. The black hat. That shit was smooth. The what black hat. <laughs> the black knit cap. The birds and shit flying all around him. That's just John Woo's trademark. Yeah, that's. <laughs> it was good. He does um, the, the dove flying. I have to watch that one again. Another another very Stop. bad sequel. And this this is one of those categories of why do you make an R-rated original movie that's really good and decide to make a PG sequel to it uh, with Conan the Destroyer? Oh, yeah. Why? Why? Conan the Barbarian was savagely R-rated and very, very good as a movie. Yeah. Maybe not good, but enjoyable as a movie. And then you made a sequel and decided to turn it into a... PG comedy? Trying to get more people in the seats. Yeah, I think that's it. What about this? Rambo, the Rambo movies. Okay. Two is a solid, solid sequel. Yeah, yeah. two is way better. But it, it was a way different movie for sure. Oh, 100% way different. Um, yeah, that was... Can I, hey Shane. Yes, go for it. I was going to say, and this may come up sometime in your conversation tonight, but in thinking about sequels and some of the movies we've talked about, and I've heard it consistently mentioned or said how the first one is kind of like setting up. Mm-hmm. And I find that sometimes with these you know, sequels and trilogies that come out and such, it's almost like Okay, the setup was all we needed. We didn't need part two or part three, and I, and, and you feel like the further you get in, the further you get into these movies, it's just kind of like, can we just go back to the setup? Does that make sense? Uh, it's, yeah, it's an yeah. interesting perspective. Matrix. Uh, it's kind of like it's kind of like back to the. It's kind of like Back to the Future, and you're right on Matrix for sure. Yes. Can yeah. we just go back to the simplicity? of just the first one and cut everything else out. Um, it's kind of like the, 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 the Twilight movies. Like, I love the first one. I own the rest of them because I like the first one, but it just got too fucking weird. It, they, they, take, they take the story and they just, they take the simpleness of the first one and then at number two and so forth, then they start going in this weird-ass tangent and they become these weird-ass movies. So, so Jason, here's what I'm going to say about Twilight. Uh, it, it's the same reason why I haven't brought up like the Bourne movies or anything like that. Is series like that that are based on books... I find it really hard to judge the movies because, like, the source material was already there for, like, five books or multiple books. So it's like, 
when when they make the first one, it's logical that they're gonna make like like Harry Potter. It was logical they were always gonna make all of those into movies. Or you know when they did Lord of the Rings, you knew they were gonna make all of them into movies. So like things like Twilight or like the Bourne movies, like those are those are things that I tend to like gloss over. Because, I mean, I guess I did mention The Lost World, but that's because Jurassic Park is literally one of my favorite movies of all time. And I Well, I mean, go, go back to like, okay, here's a prime example. And I know y'all going to agree with me on this. Hangover. The original Hangover. <laughs> okay. Yes. Perfect. Perfect, oh, yeah. perfect movie. And then number two and number three, they just went in this weird, dark tangent that's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> it just got weird. Did that? I mean, do you agree? Oh, yeah. One was. I do agree on perfect. that movie. They're not necessarily. What I'm talking else. about. You know what? The actually, Jaybird, I have the I have the perfect movie for for this. What you're talking about right now. There should only have been one Highlander film. Because there can only be one. Because yeah. there can only there be one. The Highlander is the one movie that should never have anybody think about, let's make a sequel to a movie where the entire point of the movie is to end with one person having the quickening. And then they decided to make four more movies in an entire television series about (laughs) there can be only one. And a cartoon. And a cartoon. I had forgotten about the cartoon. (laughs) I used to watch that, damn. Uh, You know what? I will say this as well, because this is one of my favorite action-adventure movies. I never needed the second or third one, and that's The Mummy. The Mummy is a great first movie. That sequel with The Rock is absolute garbage from start to finish. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. None. And how how they how they even brought back Arnold Vosloo's character? Like, if you had given me a sequel with a completely different bad guy, I might have been like, Meh. whatever, dude. He was a mummy. Like, I, I don't oh, care that they point. brought him back. I don't know how the hell you expect us to suspend disbelief that nobody recognized Rachel Vice's character in the first movie <laughs> as the reincarnated version of that chick. Yeah, they were just at the shit. day like. <laughs> That was just, it was absolutely horrible. Then on top of that, you had to put, like, you didn't even do The Rock justice. No. Right? CGI yeah, like two minutes. You literally. So I The Rock was in the second one? Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah. He was yeah. Scorpion. Yeah. But not so, like been, a long time. been around that long, man. So okay. my, the only thing that made no sense to me is why they didn't just put The Rock in like a harness and literally have him like bouncing around a sound stage, going from place to place, and have like put put green arms on him or whatever, so that they could CGI it later. So at least you had his face. They sure. CGI him at the oh, end. We're just gonna badly CGI pre like pre good CGI. I guess is the best yeah. way to put that. Like. Oh, he looks so horrible. Yeah, I mean, bad it should have yeah, been that, up for a Razzie if it absolutely. wasn't up for a Razzie. So, oh, that, oh. No, so where does uh, the Indiana Jones fall in? I mean, if Raiders is the original, is you Temple know, of Doom just... And that Temple of Doom second. Even I mean, it's a prequel sequel. I was going to say, that's the weird thing. Exactly. Is, is that, was, that was, by time stamping on the movie, it's technically a prequel. Exactly. But it came out second. I... Wait a minute, was it? Yeah. yeah. According to the time, yeah. yeah really? Like, 
everybody everybody yeah. made a big deal about how George Lucas was the first person to do a prequel movie or whatnot, and they all forgot that Steven Spielberg did it. Uh, it's one. It's Temple of Doom is set. Yeah, but George Lucas, Raiders of the Lost. George Lucas wrote that movie. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize that that was a prequel. Yep. Yeah, it was before Raiders technically. But so I I actually um, when the <laughs> when the one that shall not be named was coming oh. out. Um, my wife, my wife had not seen any of these, uh, Indiana Jones movies. So I went out, I bought all three of them on disc, I brought them home, I popped each one in, one by one. And while Raiders is a really good movie, I would almost say that Temple of Doom is a better film overall. I really enjoy Temple of Doom. I don't know if it's because of the darker tones in it, and I was older, so I got it better. Um, I used to love Last Crusade. Last Crusade was my favorite growing up. Maybe that's Still what is. I thought in the That's a good one. I was like, Still is my favorite. Um, I saw that at Glendale four, five, six. Um, but yeah, when that, the, uh, when that fucking raft, when they, when that fucking raft went off the cliff, I'm like, yeah, but they all have that. <laughs> I know, but that was just like one of those like. <laughs> I'm not it's it's a stupid moment by far but like it is it is, I I like the movie better than Raiders. It's more fun wow. than Raiders is. Even though it's, it's darker, it's still more fun than Raiders. But, Ra- but Raiders fun. Raiders was like just like it was smart, it was sexy, it yep. was it was just pure heaven. It was it had just, more historical Present to it. I it was mean, just it was cool. I really enjoy them both. I yeah. actually really enjoy all three of those movies. But Doom had short round, and he kind of sold it for me. So. Mm-hmm. Yep, short round was fun. Call it room. All right, uh, I've come to the moment where I want to address what I consider to be the absolute worst sequel. In my opinion, I don't think it's actually the worst sequel ever made, but it's the sequel Grease that two. I hate. No. I've actually never seen Grease 2, so I can't comment on it. Oh my, Grease 2 is the shit! <laughs> Said no one ever. I, no one ever. <laughs> I kid you not, and I'm sorry for taking up time. Do it, do but it. Grease 2, Jenny Steffi and I, Grease 2 is the shit. Back in the day, back in the day, it was awful. It was awful, but it grew into this cult hit, and I love Michelle Pfeiffer, and I actually really like the music in Grease too. and I have probably have seen it maybe three or four times in the last couple of years. I mean, okay. everybody everybody wants a cool rider. Nobody wants a cool no, rider. So bad, it's Good. Oh, okay. No, it's just bad. <laughs> we can move on from that one. Uh, I want to address a a movie that you spend the entire first movie convincing me that these two buddy cops are best friends and would do anything for each other, and they've no. always got each other's backs. And there no matter go. what, they would lie to their significant others to help protect each other and everything is good in their lives and then you want to give me a second movie 
We're literally five minutes in. I don't want to be your partner anymore. Oh my and god! I can't tell you that I'm dating your sister because then you won't be my friend anymore. Bad Boys Two is one of the dumbest written <laughs> movies I have ever seen, and it ruins the first film. Oh my god! Yeah, that plot is yeah, absolutely terrible. It's bad. You could literally cut that movie out and just go to Bad Boys for Life, and I and I yeah. would love it. Yes, the third one was good. The third one I like the third one. Exceeded my expectations. I consider that to be the actual sequel because they're ride or die for life again. This isn't my blackness talking, I promise. But no, that I still love Bad Boys too. How? <laughs> what is redeemable about that movie? You literally, you literally took a shit on everything you set up in the first movie. They You're fight? trying to give me two characters that are best friends that would do anything for each other. And what happens by the end of the movie? They're in Cuba, and he does anything for them. I mean, they have a little fight. Brothers work their way through it. And by the end of the movie, all is well. It was, it, it was, it was a chance. I get that. Was a little dumb about your dating my sister? I was literally... It, it's literally like every other Michael Bay movie, though. Like What's like, Michael Bay? He's made like three good movies, and then he just he just keeps pooping and throwing stuff on screen now. Other like, than The Rock, I'm trying to figure out the other Armageddon. two. Armageddon. Oh yeah, Armageddon and the first Bad Boys. And the first. There we go. Well, you know what? I'll give you the first Transformers because yeah. I actually enjoy that movie, but it's I not a too. good movie. I My did. Bad Boy story goes back to the five dollar bin with the Blu-rays. <laughs> A couple months ago, I was at Best Buy, and they they have a Sony section, and they were have buy two get one free, and so for fifteen dollars, and I kid you not, fifteen dollars, I got Bad Boys one, two, and I got the um, what's the Marvel movie about the guy that turns into the black thing that came out about a year and a half ago, Venom. Tom Hardy. Venom. Oh, Venom. Venom. Yeah, all three for fifteen dollars. Blu-ray turns into the black thing. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was terrible, but you summed it up. That's about right. <laughs> uh, so hey. the question, the question I want to pose to you guys at this point. Hold on, wait, okay, wait, yeah, wait. Yeah, what's up? So, so is Venom? <laughs> is Venom the reverse version? Of the uh, discussion of chasing Amy with Dark Nature. <laughs> he wants to be the baddest monster in the entire universe. So that's why he doesn't. No, Sorry, I, go ahead. No, I feel like I feel like it's the exact same story as what they said. What's a Nubian? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so the question I want to throw out to you guys: I got a couple more movies we can talk about in this category. Um, do you think? That we're more forgiving of action sequels or comedy sequels. Ooh, action! There's good action. action. And good action can cover a bad script. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of just American. Oh, yeah. Good explosions and shit going on. Expendables. Exactly. There you exactly. Go. <laughs> yep. Is there a plot? Who knows? Nobody cares. Shit's blowing up. Which one was what, a, what, other, what other uh, 80s action person you can bring back onto the screen, even though the movie's bad, you know what I mean? Yeah. Scott Speedman. Where's, it? Where's he at? <laughs> I don't know how they never got... How did, why didn't they get Steven Seagal in the Expendables movie? Uh, Cynthia Rothart. Where is she? 
Probably because he was too big. Mark the Cascas. Um, Mark the Cascas. <laughs> Because some of the other comedies I've got written down on here are things like Weekend at Bernie's 2. Oh. Major League 2. You uh, remember that last hour minute Walmart? <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would buy those movies from the dollar store. Yeah. I, 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 you know what? I'll admit if I would, and I would I would not. In fact, I forgot about Major League 2. Right? Harold and Kumar Guantanamo Bay movie. Oh, Terrible. <laughs> but then but then you've got you've got action movies along the lines of John Wick 2, The Chronicles of Riddick, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 2, uh, Dead Man's mm. Chest. I like the first one better, so that's just me. But yeah. for sure, I do too. Yeah. So, yeah, you forget you forgive the you forgive the action movies because like like Brandon said you know there's enough shit blowing up you're just like okay I can watch this bad comedy is just bad it's, yeah I definitely agree with that that's Jaybird, facts Jaybird do I remember right that you're a big Silence of the Lambs fan yes how do you feel about Hannibal um it wasn't as special as Silence of the Lambs but I still liked Hannibal for a sequel it was definitely grittier. And so yeah. yeah. definitely bloodier and gritty. They ate a dude's brain. That was weird. <laughs> Wild and fed it to him. Uh, Wardo, you're a big Tron Yo. fan? So so, yeah. So so Brandon, what about you on Tron? Uh the second one, I guess. Is that well, what you're were you a Tron fan before Tron? Oh, as a kid. I mean, yeah, it was out before I was born, whatever, but I watched it as a kid. Sure. Yeah. It was... feel, how do you feel about Legacy? Mm, didn't like it as a whole. Okay. I thought the sci-fi scenes were pretty cool. Michael Sheen's little scene, kind of cool. But it, it wasn't that great of a movie, honestly. Okay. It was more the nostalgia factor kicking in. Yep. I, know, just, I, I would concur with that. I mean, aside from like he said, the nostalgic kick and a really good soundtrack. But, I mean, it's pretty forgettable for me. Yeah. You throw Daft Punk on it, people like, ooh. <laughs> it is one that of those That was one of those that, movies like, where I almost think like it was it was too we were too far many in the years to do the sequel, you know? Yeah. Ten years ago, maybe or yeah. before it came out. But the special effects and everything that we've seen now in games and everything is just kind of like well, I see that on my Game Boy almost. You know, <laughs> All right, Jaybird. Uh, so you want to address long-time sequel gaps. How about Blade Runner 2049? Um, I, I liked it, but I kind of felt um, it wasn't anything like the first one, but I know it's so many years later, but it were, they were two different movies to me, but I still enjoyed Blade Runner, the sec 2049 or whatever it's called. But God, when you're watching a movie, you're like, fuck, this is a long movie. Right? Yeah. It just wouldn't end. <laughs> it just kept going and going and I didn't know where it was going to head. And But there's something still special about it and I like it, but I won't be popping it in every day. But it's in my collection because I got it for $7. <laughs> digital copy. <laughs> Shane, you know, you, you mentioned, Shane, that thing about um, too long to wait for a sequel. Yep. What about Zorro? Zorro was a great movie. 
with Vendaris. I really enjoyed it. And uh-huh. it was just like, they announced that sequel how many years later? And you're like, who cares now? Like, you could have done Well, not only that, but the sequel was horrible. Yeah, oh, right. I, I, I know so, I saw it, but I don't even remember the sequel. Like, I wouldn't even get it in the $5 bin. I wouldn't even pick it up. It's not it's good. The same thing they did in Bad Boys, where the two main, they fall in love in the first movie, uh-huh. and every, and they're willing to do anything for each other, and then, like, all of a sudden, something happens, and she's unhappy, and she's thinking about leaving him, and she ends up accidentally going to the guy who's actually the main evil villain. It's like it, it was, it was, it, but it felt horribly forced that they were having this these fights or whatever. It didn't right. feel organic at all. I don't even remember the plot. I just remember hating it because I, it was one of those moments of like, oh, going to make them not like each other right now, and that's going to be your driving force of the movie, even though they have a kid together. And like, yeah, uh, I love that first movie. I just recently bought it digitally. Because I, it's it's such a fun adventure action film. Um, what movie are we talking about? You know, Zorro. Of Zorro. Oh, so what I still don't understand movie? why you get Anthony Hopkins to play a Spaniard, but whatever. Connery oh, <laughs> was a Russian captain. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, he's been everything, right? Like, right. But he has the same voice and everything. <laughs> the only thing he has not done is played a black person. <laughs> yes. Has Connery yes. done a scene? Oh, he did the quickening. Never mind. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to. I was about to say he was smart. And never did a sequel. There was somebody uh, who said they'll never do a sequel. Uh, Denzel Washington. He said that he would never do a sequel to a movie. Yeah, but he did Equalizer. Equalizer. Yeah. Equalizer <laughs> that was the first one he yeah. ever did, which is another crampy movie. That is a yeah. crampy movie. The first I, one I, I like Equalizer too. That's I liked it better than the first one. What? Oh, no. let me hear your argument for it. Why was it better than the first one? Oh, I I don't. I just liked it. I just got into it. You know. The only the, the thing I did like about the second one is the not actual plot of the movie. The first like thirty minutes where he's just randomly doing like what the equalizer did on the TV on the train, show. yeah, yeah. When he's mm-hmm. doing, when he's doing jobs for people, I enjoyed that, and I was like, oh, maybe I'm gonna like this movie. And then once the like real plot kicked in, and of course his old buddy screws him over, and nobody saw that coming ten minutes in, like. I just I just zoned out after that, and I was like, "This is one of those movies you just kind of ride with it. You know what's gonna happen and shit." And I'll be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, he's a traitor." But but how do you like it better than the first one? If that's how you know how it's gonna go, I don't know. It just I I didn't hate the first one. I just kind of got into the second one more. What I love about those two movies. Why don't you like Grief (laughs) Two? Grief Two. That thing's a piece of poop. You're the one who decided to like Michelle Pfeiffer singing for some strange reason. Give me Olivia Newton-John any day for that girl. But on top of that, but I remember when um, Equalizer came out was not too, uh, it was kind of close to John Wick. Mm-hmm. And I remember like what I thought was Equalizer came out first. And what I liked about Equalizer was how like how he plotted everything. Like when he stepped into a room, he was checking every single corner. And he, I mean, he did the Sherlock out. slow motion thing. But yeah. Absolutely. Yep. He, yeah. He's breaking it down going, okay, I've got to do this now, and then I can go and do that then. 
and he's making his methodical plan about everything. Whereas John Wick is just like a hurricane, man. He's just like instantaneously reacting to absolutely everything. Keanu no plotting whatsoever. And, no uh, point for Keanu. Oh, that's what I love about John Wick 1. Where I feel like the sequels were not that good. What? I'll, I'll agree with that. The sequels are fine and fun, but but nowhere near what the first He killed a guy with a fucking pencil. <laughs> Shane, I can't believe some of the movies you haven't even got to yet. All right, well, dude, oh. let's open it up. Gross Wait, them out. Hold on, time out, actually. The one category I've got left to discuss, and then I'll open it up to whatever you want to talk about, are horror sequels. Oh, finally. Jeez, you are the... Yeah. I, I love horror movies. I, I Bring on the scream. I know which yes. one you're going to say first. Scream 2, guys. Yeah, yeah, there we go. with the meta movie inside of a movie. And we got yeah. Jada Pinkett. We got uh, Omar Epps doing their Drew Barrymore impression. You sure that wasn't Wesley Snipes? I am sure that wasn't Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I but, think... But Scream the best part is great. The best part about the whole Scream Two thing was the what was the one movie that did the parody of Scream Two, and the very movie the goo was uh, stuck his penis in the hole the vacuum cleaner of the bathroom instead that was scary of the, movie, yeah. the yeah. night. That's where you like knew Scary Movie Two was the shit. <laughs> Uh, Scream 2 might be better than the first one. I mean, Scream 2 was the shit. I love, I love the first one. And you know me, like I said last week, uh, I don't know if I said last week or whenever I said it previously, I love original stories Mm -hmm. and I love how when they set up stuff. Yep. But Scream 2 as a whole might be a better movie overall. And it better cast. And took more time to write it than he did Scream 1. Uh-uh. But, uh, but I love I love Scream. There is no, I mean, heck, Shane and yeah. I kicked off our independent movie making by ripping off a Scream baby. Like, yep. like that movie is awesome. But Scream Two, Scream Two is excellent. But nothing will ever. You can't tell me that everyone that walk at it or when they were in the midst of watching that original Scream and Drew Barrymore dies in the first five minutes, you're like, Whoa. yeah, it's right? got a great story for that one. I oh, mean, yeah. like. That alone set that movie up, and we're like, oh my god, what are we, what do we, what do we have are coming our way here watching this movie? Absolutely. And where you knew going into Scream Two, okay, Jada's gonna get her ass gonna get sliced here. She's <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, what I mean? dude, like that part where she, where um, Nev Campbell and her roommate are trying to get out of the car by climbing over him. Oh, like, that was tense. Like, dude, that 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 was like on your edge of oh, your yeah. seat. Oh, but uh, that movie has some really great moments. But with Scream Two, the beginning of with beginning the beginning of Scream Two, I thought was still phenomenal. Yes, and the fact too of you know being in that movie theater audience and mm-hmm. everyone's like doing their thing and screaming and shit, and she's getting you know stabbed, stabbed. murdered, and then you, know? the, 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 you remember the. You remember the people in the audience are sitting there going, yeah, while yeah. they're stabbing her right in front of everybody. That's America for you. Gay bird, <laughs> I'm going to go right back to the uh, scary movie thing, remember? I got that shit on tape. I got that shit on tape. <laughs> <laughs> this is for Shakespeare in love. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It was, this is for Schindler's List because she was like, they don't even get together in the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, the movie was really good for the time that it came out too. 
Uh, so. I, one thing that I absolutely do love about Scream 2 also is how meta the end is when it's revealed that it's Billy Loomis's mother and Timothy Oliphant literally laughs and goes, you yep. didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> mother. Well, and dude, um, stop, talking about uh, sequels to scary movies, I still know what you did last summer. Like, oh god, talk about money grab, man! Uh, like the ring you get two, to see Jennifer's, you get to see Jennifer's tits in that movie, <laughs> and I still don't think it's worth buying in a five dollar bin. Did you actually get to see him? She's wearing. Out. She just takes a shower, and she's got like a a sheer <laughs> like um, bathrobe on, and you can see right through it, man. Okay. And like, it's just. Uh, it's still not worth five dollars at at Walmart in the bargain. <laughs> but that first one though was good though. Oh, I yes. love the first. First one's first great. Fun. Uh, and that's one of so, that's so that bad. Was, but like speaking of speaking of that movie, and even though the sequel was bad, I know what you did last summer, whatever. And even like Scream, there was just something special about that that period of time, and when those movies were coming out, just a really fun period to just. Watch the movies. You know what I mean. Just go to the movies and watch those types of movies. Uh, Jaybird, I know you're a big Halloween fan. How do you feel about Halloween too? Loved it. Do you? You think it, it, it you think has it works issues? Well? It has issues, but I still think Halloween Two is a very good sequel, and there's some really creepy ass moments in it. Dude, I haven't seen that movie in probably 15, 20 years now. Really? And yeah. I mean, and the worst part, and I, you even knew it back then watching it, you know, they had to put a wig on Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. For the sequel. And it's so far off from her hair uh, in the first one, and it's the same night. Yeah. It takes place the same night. So that's kind of like a, that still doesn't sit well with me. Like, um, but. It, 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 Halloween 2 was you could tell like Friday the 13th had come out and some more of the violent horror stuff Okay. so they were kind of forced with Halloween 2 to be a little bit more violent whereas the first Halloween was very subtle violence kind of quiet sure. and it got a little louder and messier and grittier in the in the in the sequel, but still very good for a sequel though. Anybody else agree? As a whole, I'm not a big fan of the Halloween movies, oh, but man. the second one was that's just me. I don't know. I got kind of bored with Michael Myers <laughs> after a minute. <laughs> um what was I uh, what about they could uh, put Michael Myers in space and I would watch it with popcorn and bags of <laughs> you, uh, Michael you and Jason living in space Friday the thirteenth. Uh, that's a franchise that kind of, until later movies, didn't change their formula very much, but I still think the second one works well. Oh, yeah. For Because for, Jason kicks in. Correct, yeah. Because when you watch the first one and find out who the killer is, and then you go into the second one, I mean, I guess probably a lot of people assumed that it was Jason or knew that it was Jason or whatever, but like, you just... I don't know. It, it it played it played well as a sequel, even though it's it's a almost carbon copy of the first one as far as the like killing counselors go. Well, and the messed up part is is like I didn't know me, since the first one came out before I was born, I believe, because it was like seventy eight, I think. Yeah. 
So I watched a bunch of the Friday the 13th movies, but they were always the ones with Jason in them. So I had no clue when I was watching the first one that it wasn't Jason. So that was kind of one of those moments of like, oh, oh that's, wow, cool. that's, that's, that's interesting. Kind of, that's kind of cool and different because I had no clue because I watched them completely out of order. Dave, what about you? Did you watching the first um, or the second one? I saw the first one. I'll never forget. I was in third grade and it was on HBO. And uh, my, I begged my dad to watch it, and, it, and he let me. Like, I would never imagine letting my kid now watching that movie in third grade. He's in fourth grade, and it wouldn't fly. But uh, it scared the living crap out of me. But uh, I love that Jason's perspective on that, how he didn't it, because he didn't see it. He had no clue the mother was killing. That That's really a unique way to look at things, you know, to see it from that perspective. Um, uh, I, I, I look at it as... It, it it kicked off that whole you know they just kept going after that so I I like two I think two was really good I agree but three was the best oh my god I in three D I gotta tell you my one of my favorite experiences going to see a movie I saw three uh, when Dave Lichty was showing it over at Castleton oh and so fun it was insane the people were screaming and and oh it was so much fun. To this day, I think it's one of my favorite times of watching a movie in a theater. Uh, all right, so Jaybird, what else have I not addressed yet? That I, I've pretty much hit my list of, of sequels I wanted to talk about. I've got one that I'm kind of saving, but but what, I what can't is- believe you didn't mention. And I wrote some stuff down. Okay, let's do it. Uh, Superman two. Ooh, okay, yeah. Very, very, very yep. good. You're right. Uh, yep. with, the, with the three uh, villains, Non and all the other, the other two. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yep. Um, let's see here. Um, I liked. Uh, I, you know, I actually really liked Creed two. I, I haven't seen either Creed one or two, so I have no perspective on those. I've heard. I think movies. one is a better movie, but two was enjoyable. That's a, yeah, yeah. I two is good for for kind of picking up. And uh, picking up off of Rocky, mm-hmm. and you know, Rocky we're, too. We're, we're in current oh, yeah, times. Um, I think the Creed, little whatever you want to call it, double whatever is is, is are, are solid. They're they're solid movies. Yeah, both of them are good. Um, and then I wrote down. Um, it's kind of Marvel, but I don't know. It's I don't put it with the Marvel Marvel movies, but Spider-Man 2 I think is yeah. excellent. Yeah, I was thinking that one too. Yeah. Doc Ock was a way and, better villain. Yeah. I really liked Kill Bill 2. <laughs> no. And I, can't, I can't be with you on that. I can't like that's one whole movie. I, uh, well, Kill I Bill 2. And then the last one I've got here is um, The Color of Money. Oh, okay, yeah. The Classic. sequel to uh, um, the cool hey, movie. Uh, the Hustler. The Hustler. Jeez, the Hustler. Oh, my go. God. I could, not, <coughs> I could not pull that out. Yes, Color of Money is phenomenal. And the funny thing is, is uh, I, I had Google searched sports movie sequels, and that's why I forgot to write down Rocky Two and The Color of Money, because I saw that there weren't really a lot of sports movie sequels. Right, um, but yeah, I I am a huge fan of the color of money. I I think Tom Cruise's egotistical character 
and that movie plays so well with Paul Newman um, that yes, uh, man, I I don't know if I like that more than the Hustler because the Hustler is just really. <laughs> I might like it more than I like The Hustler. The Hustler is a very slow movie, as good as it is. Yeah. But Color but, of Money was just, I mean, it was updated and it was just filmed. It was very slick. Yeah. Definitely agree with that. On the subject of Tom Cruise movies, yeah. really looking forward to Top Gun 2. Really yes. upset at the fact that we have to wait another five, six months for that. Uh, the first one, the first one is a guilty pleasure movie because it is not very good as far as I'm concerned. But mm-hmm. I um, love it. Well, yeah, I mean, I like it a lot. But one of the things that I think is really cool is the fact that um, in the first movie, Tom Cruise was the only one who could actually be filmed in a jet while it was moving because he was the only one who could put up with the the G forces of them actually flying. Whereas, like, they went through an entire training regiment. So, like, everybody who is a flyer in this movie, you're going to see actual footage of them flying these in these planes. And, like, to me, um, I don't know if everybody's seen the trailer or not, but at the end of the trailer, it shows Tom Cruise with a camera, like, right in front of his face inside the cockpit, and he's oh, taking yeah. off from an aircraft carrier. And, like, uh, for me, like, that looks amazing i don't know what the story is obviously but like sure i love the fact that they're going a little bit further and pushing the envelope of like what they're gonna film uh to have access to that for the film itself so yeah uh so with, with sports movies being addressed one of the one of my ones i was holding back was um curious if anybody loves the junior goodwill games as much as i do um, Team USA going up against Team Iceland. Quack. Quack attack is back, Jack. Quack. Oh, the Are you talking about Mighty Ducks? I'm talking about D2, the Mighty Ducks, baby. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that That's solid. No, they didn't, they didn't. They didn't cash in on Terminator 2 with that at all, did they? <laughs> no. Yeah, because X2 didn't either. Oh, hey, I'm blaming that too as well. Like, and and I, made a, I made a mistake earlier when I remember we were talking about T2 opening weekend. Mm-hmm. It was Problem Child 2 that opened the same weekend as T2. Oh, well, that makes it even better and more relevant. What about um, Hot Shots Part Duh? Oh, God. <laughs> um, I don't know if I call it better than the first one, but I do really like it. I laugh a lot. Equally dumb. It. I, I need to see two. both. I need to see both of those again. I haven't watched them in forever. They, they well, do the, uh, whole, the whole Terminator thing in the finale, and then you've got the whole like "I loved you" in Wall Street scene. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean they they do the whole Rambo version of yep. Top Gun. Yep. So like, uh, Airplane you know, Two. Uh, I've never seen Airplane Two. Um, oh God! So I've yeah. Karate Kid some, Part Two. Thanks. What's that? Karate Kid 2. Yes! Oh, Karate Kid Part 2. Way better than the good original, one. I think. Good. Great one. I think Karate the second two is Karate Kid good, is way better. But it's literally the same movie in Okinawa. Yeah, yeah. but it's better done. I will agree with him on this. But his girlfriend you know. ain't white in the second one. <laughs> <laughs> The first, the first one, the first one, they're like, "Hey, you can't kick in the face," and he wins the the game by kicking yeah. him in the face multiple yeah. times. Like that, like, oh, we'll just throw that rule out for Danny. I yeah. still love yeah. how I met your mother that he was actually the 
the bad guy. That he was the bad guy? <laughs> uh, I didn't enjoy the second one. Movie. I just never Seth. really thought I'd put it above the first one. But What about oh. Beverly Hills Cop 2? Yes. That Ooh. was way better than the original too. I that, that was mentioned to me on Facebook today, and I said I was going to look up the plot because I don't remember the, the alphabet crimes. I think yeah, it was funnier. Bridget had Nielsen. More action. Bridget Nielsen. She's, uh, they're like they're knocking over um, bread trucks. Yeah, it's the alphabet crimes or whatever, and that's yeah. that racing yeah. guy at the end or whatever. Eddie was a lot more funny, I thought too. Like, How long does it take to shave them legs? Y'all know. <laughs> he had a lot, of, a lot of one-liners I thought were way better than the first I movie. feel like uh, this week I need to go back and revisit both one and two so that I can have an opinion on that. Uh, I would say uh, Two Towers versus Fellowship of the Ring. Again, no. I'm one of those people that I am very much a purist, and I like the first one the best yeah. out of that series. But Two yeah. Towers is a solid movie. Yeah. Oh, the battle at the end. But isn't that the whole book whatever, thing? That last battle. Yeah, yeah. That, it kind of falls in the book, in the book category, but I mean, I, I do agree with what you're saying. Um, you said we didn't talk about many cartoon sequels. Uh, we did. No. I've still got uh, Toy Story 2, The Incredibles oh. 2, Cars oh. 2, <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon 2, oh. Shrek 2, as, wow. as sequels that I the thought kids were movies. bad. <laughs> I love Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2 yeah, is Toy far Story superior 2. to the Toy first one. Toy Story 2 is good. It's yeah. just one of those, like, I got it in my collection, but I don't know if I ever fucking watch it. Toy Story 2? <laughs> oh, that's one of my, that's probably one of my favorite animated movies. I really enjoy, I enjoy the opening sequence of being inside the video game and not knowing that you're watching them play a video game. Um, I enjoy the, the you find out the, how valuable Woody is, and so then you've got that, like, his characters deciding if he wants to leave and and be basically be what Buzz Lightyear thinks he is, or try to get back to his friends. Like his friends are on the mission to save him. I I really really like Toy Story too. But like at, at, at any point, I, I would say at least no matter what, no matter how much you love a movie, no uh-huh. matter how much you love a movie, there's always a point where you just get bored. And there's a, some kind of boring part in the movie. And I just find myself, like, when animated movies, as uh, much as I want to love them, they're really good when they first start, and then you're, like, 45 minutes into it, and you're just kind of bored, and then, like, it picks back up at the end. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I do, but you should put in the Iron Giant, because that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll have to watch that. It's a monster right? I just, I didn't understand back in the day when you and Devin and all of them just loved that movie, oh, yeah. and I'm like, it's a fucking cartoon. Cartoons <laughs> don't matter, man. Jason, what did you, what'd you yeah. mention? Uh, I was going to say you could go with. Um, uh, uh, do we consider Split a sequel, or is oh. that like a side oh. note? Yeah, I like. I really. I would say it's a sequel. Split. Split. Oh. I thought was a good movie for the most part, but then that ending takes it up a complete star, star and a half for me. For it to like tie into that universe, and I wasn't yeah. expecting it. So, well, see, and that's that's kind of where like it's almost like the ending of Split would be like the next chapter of the movie, and when you get to that part of the movie or the the next sequel, and you're like, where the fuck is this going? Like, it just turned. <laughs> 
that that definitely was a movie that I agree. Like I was watching it, I enjoyed it, I thought it was pretty cool. Like McAvoy was awesome. I jumped out of my seat when it showed when it showed Bruce Willis watching the the TV report in the diner. I I yeah. lost it. I, yeah. I nice as as much fun as 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 much as I liked the movie, that solidified that as I I really like that movie. No matter how much people give M. Night Shyamalan shit, he's really really good. Uh, when he's on his A game, he is. Yes, when, when he's he writing it in shit. like Lady in the Water, he is not. Well, I you guys personally you guys like know that movie. What it's like game. when you write shit? Come on, okay. everyone writes shit. He wrote Lady in the Water for his kid, and I thought it was actually a pretty good story. Not a great movie, but a good story. Mm, yeah, nope. That movie gets over, and I'm just like, that was retarded. <laughs> I always felt like Casino was a sequel to Goodfellas. Yeah, and it sounds like feels. Like, like, huh. and I Casino, excellent, mo- excellent movie. Shane, for life. One movie I'm really shocked you didn't mention yet was American Pie 2. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, American Pie Two is one where I, I, had, I, I, I will say American Pie the first one is a better movie. I personally really enjoy the second one. I liked the fact that they didn't just do another year at high school or move it to their first year at college. They literally just jumped to these characters are a year later. They've already had college experiences. Let's bring them back together for their summer so that they so that because. It would be dumb if you had six main characters all go to the same college. Right. So instead, right. they skipped that. They said they all went to different colleges. So now they're coming back together a year later to compare college life and to, you know, uh, Kevin's main mission in that whole movie is to regain his version of their friendship from the first movie. Um, and and that, that, that almost second to last scene when they're just out on the beach and he's like... I, I was just trying to spend this summer like we spent the last four years hanging out, and then everybody's like, I mean, that's cool, but like, we all have to grow up, but we can still be friends. It's like, I felt like it was a very good sequel that, that didn't just rely on carbon copying what, because I mean, they literally turned it out a year later, I believe. So to turn something around that quickly, maybe it was two years, and not carbon copy yourself, I was very impressed. All right, my, so I'm going to soliloquy about that. I'm going to bring up some movies that just never needed sequels. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> All right, so I've got Taken. Yep. Oh, yeah. Needed any this is bad parenting. Yep. Five dollar um, bin. I got all three. Yep. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not shocked, Jaybird. I am not shocked. Olympus has fallen. Uh, nope. Really oh, enjoy the oh, first one. Five dollar so bin. Walmart. I got so the first silly, two. I'll get the third one. I just watched the third one on Netflix, and I was totally into it. Those movies are so bad, they're good. No, but the first one was actually entertaining. The first one was good. Good. London Has Fallen sucked, but it's part of the trilogy, and it was in the $5 bin. (laughs) All right, what else you got? Um... Oh man, where was it? Uh, I I personally didn't like any of the Shreks after the first one, so I'm gonna leave that there. Um... I really liked the first Jack Reacher. The Jack, second Jack Reacher felt like a TV movie. I'll like I did not, I didn't mm-hmm. dig it. Still Even though it. what's really weird is that the 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 writer director guy Christopher McQuarrie, like, uh, or if that's how you say his name, um, he's doing a bunch of. He did um, Mission the last Impossible. Mission Impossible, yep. and I've loved. I won't say I loved. I really liked 
Ghost Protocol and the other one, and I really enjoyed Fallout was one of my favorite of that year. Um, so I would go with those. And then um, why you ever had to make a Psycho 2 is something <laughs> yeah, so beyond me. And um, I actually same really with, same with excited Psycho. to meet them. Oh, yeah. God. That's something I'm planning on showing to my kids sometime soon. Uh, but I, I have no idea why they haven't made sequels to that or uh, Rush Hour and <laughs> What was the last I, one? Jason, I apologize. I was talking over you. I didn't hear what movie you were just talking about. Uh, the, other two that, the, the other two that I thought of were both Jackie Chan movies, but Shanghai Noon and Rush Hour never needed sequels to those. Okay, what was the one right before that that everybody agreed with you? Oh, it was... Um, which one? Uh, Night at the Museum? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. I've only ever seen the first one of that, so I did not fall into the sequels on that. Dave, I don't have kids. I don't fall into that family shit. Dave, you got, you got some other sequels <laughs> on your mind? Um, you know, in the horror genre there, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, I felt the first one dragged. It like okay. really dragged at parts. Yeah. I thought two ramped it up, and I thought it was a superior movie. Three is Dream Whoa. Warriors. What was two? I can't remember. Three was Dream Warrior. Who was two? Two was, um, was trying to take over the kids' body. It was just the second one. House. I think it was called Nightmare on Elm Street, too. Okay. Dream Warrior. Yeah. Child. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was that. But movies. There is um, there's something I just read the other day where Robert England is wanting to redo part two and just pick up from the first one it's years later because part two was panned so badly and did so badly that he wants to kind of just pick up from the original nightmare retcon it off yeah like the <laughs> halloween well and that's that's totally interesting too because i feel like after three they just decided we're going to make comedies from now on because they threw in a lot of comedy in the third one and it played fine but then it was like after from four on until New Nightmare, they were just like, we're going to make these comedies. But they all, they, all went, they all went that way. Yeah. Just, happy Halloween, motherfucker. Right? Yeah. From that one in the house to even Friday the 13th, it was so over the top when he goes and takes Manhattan. True. They yeah. all took that turn. Like, we can't keep doing the same thing. So they all thought it would be, you know. We'll, we'll throw some comedy in there and get people. Jump the shark. Yeah. And parts and part six had to do the three D thing where you had to put on the glasses. I remember I saw that in the yeah. theater. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Another one at Glendale, four five six. Wow. <laughs> Freddy's dead. Man. A sequel that didn't need to be made? Candyman two. Candyman is one of the best horror movies, hands down. And Candyman two is shit out of me. Candyman two and three are garbage, but I am looking forward to the the new one and how it's supposed to connect to the original. Yeah. Scarefest, man. Scarefest. Yeah, Scarefest. Yep. On movies, on a subject of movies that don't need a sequel, yep. and kind of the horror, but they keep threatening to do it, and they've been trying to do it, but thank God the universe won't let them do it. The Crow. They've been circling around. There's been two man. Crow sequels. <laughs> They were like direct to. They were direct to video. Oh, okay. I want to say like Edward Street. Furlong and yeah. they were, I guess maybe they're just talking about reboot. They're talking about rebooting the Crow, which okay. is going to be stupid. That's no. they have Jason Momoa attached the, forever. The, the, the Crow is a movie that is pure perfection that does not need a sequel of any kind. Which exactly. brings me to another topic. Hollywood announced this week one of the dumbest things I've ever heard of in my entire life. 
why you would take a perfect, perfect film about a cop wrongfully frozen <laughs> and unfrozen in the future because he has to fight a psychopath named Simon Phoenix who, Simon. Dies, who dies at the end of the movie. Why you think you need to make a sequel 27 years later? Hey, what so movie you got? You, you got to explain three seashells to the next generation, man. Oh yeah. my god, there is There's no reason now. that Demolition Man is a perfect action movie from start to finish that tells its story and doesn't need a sequel. I don't want to watch ninety-year-old Sylvester Stallone. What did you just say, Jaybird? <laughs> Sorry, so steel two. Steel two. Oh. Uh, but so, yeah, so. when, when Shaquille O'Neal was at the, in the playing for the Lakers and they were playing the Indiana Pacers, they came to Clearwater multiple times while they were do while they were in the finals together. And at one point in time, he turned down uh, somebody that we all know um, from getting an autograph. And so his 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 response when Shaq was leaving the theater that night was, "Hey, Shaq." Steel two. Steel two. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Shoot your shot. Movie that we don't need as no. sequel to. Oh, wow. Uh, yes, Demolition Man is a perfect action movie. Oh, yeah, I was just saying, Demolition Man's perfect action movie absolutely does not need a sequel. They, it's, going to, it's going to ruin the first film, in my opinion. Uh, Wardo, is there any sequels that I have forgotten in your opinion? Never needed to be made. Uh-huh. I will just say this and leave it here. Blues Brothers 2000. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, the Blues Brothers is my favorite movie. I really it's the that one. That's the one movie, like, if I had to sit there and just watch it on repeat, I'm totally cool with it. Great music. Great uh-huh. car scenes, a yep. story of redemption. Yep. It's set in Chicago. It's got Wrigley Field. It's just the perfect movie. I to me, to me. I agree. And they that movie was it all terrible. Beyond. Did someone say Blues Brothers two thousand? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jason, you got it in the Walmart bin. We know you did. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't have that one. I've never walked out in a movie before oh, until then. Wow. I I couldn't do it. Yeah. I was just God. That, that it movie was is not good. God awful. Yeah, that was bad. Um, and I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> the 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 very last one that I have written down that I am that I was saving for last because well no I have the original poster up there is. Phil and Ted's Bogus Journey is absolute garbage compared to how perfect that first movie was. I still watch it as like a guilty pleasure movie, like but but there's like why why did we have to bring aliens into it and God into it and the devil into it and, and death into it and like it's not even about time travel anymore it's literally about going to different planes of existence and I like yeah. just I, I I there are moments in it that I like. I enjoy I enjoy the robot the robot Bill and Ted. I think they're funny. Uh like um but 
overall that really did not need to be made. If they were going to make a sequel, like, why wasn't it a time travel sequel? Like, why wasn't there something else in the universe that they had to go fix? Bill and well, Ted? Yes, Bill yes. and Ted. <laughs> I, uh, I will say that I've shown Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure to my children yep. probably two years ago. Um, both of the kids thought it was hilarious. Um, both of the boys, um, older boys, and they... And I kind of like the Matrix. If I ever show them the Matrix, I'm just going to act like the others just do not exist. And I, I don't blame you for that. Oh my God. Holy so, crap. That's so boring. I just had to, I had to pack, uh, I had to pack a lot of my movies because I just oh got divorced last week. So I had to pack all my movies in boxes, but I've got four boxes here and then I've got a bunch of. That I uh, threw the boxes away, but I have in like um, big folder things, the disc. Yeah. Yeah. But I kid you not, I got so much shit. I haven't even opened, man. Look, I got the Guardian. I love it. (laughs) The what? The Guardian Guardian with Kevin Costner. Oh, I never saw it. But here's some old school ones for you. See, I got your Back to the Future trilogy, Shane. All right. I like it. Toy Story. Girls, fever pitch. I'm, I'm waiting for fever pitch. Pitch. I was gonna say, yeah, I'm not seeing very many sequels in there yet. Nick, yeah, yeah. coming to America. Don't need a sequel. Why? Look, I got like, look, I got. Let's check this out. I got like, I got Good Burger, Rush Hour <laughs> One and Two. See, I told you I got Rush Hour One and Two at the Walmart five dollar bin. Grumpy old men one and two, five dollars. Grumpy year old men. <laughs> three amigos. Uh, I got silver bullet, five dollars. Just say they're gonna make they're gonna make a sequel to Three Amigos called Poor Amigos. And here's one, here's one for my '80s peeps. Secret of my success. Oh yeah. Oh, and and babysitting. Also not sequels. I know. <laughs> but I, I was. But the reason why I did that was because. I wasn't bullshitting about the five dollar bin. Sure. Well, actually, and here's we've we've just you reminded me of another great trilogy. I'm sorry, another great first movie that somehow got a trilogy made out of it, and that's Ocean's Eleven. Uh, Never needed a sequel to Ocean's Eleven. Never needed no. a third movie to Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. Oh, the third's better than the second, itself. man. What's that? The third's better than the second one. Well, and that's because. The first movie was such a huge success that Warner Brothers said, next Christmas, you're going to release Ocean's 12. And they were like, you're giving us less than a year to make a movie. They're like, yeah, we have this other script that we've already that we've already uh, secured the rights to. You're just going to change all the names in this script to the characters from Ocean's 11 and you're going to go film it, which is why the second movie doesn't even feel like it's an Ocean's movie. I'll tell you what, I only own the first one. I couldn't do the the, the, the other two. No, they're terrible. What about vacation and European vacation? Because some people, they love them some European vacation. That was funny. I, I got them. I don't know which one I, I like better. I like yeah, the first I'm, one better, I'm, but I'm the, the second one's that. solid. Your European vacation is it's so bad it's good. It just is. That first one was really good though. That first one is really good though. 
but Christmas Vacation almost tops the original Vacation. Yeah, it tops them all. Porky's oh, yeah. and Porky's too. Yeah, Porky's too. <laughs> <laughs> Emmanuel and Emmanuel. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, boy. Now we're on Skinamax. Yeah, we're I gonna the, <laughs> put it in a whole new door. If, if anyone gets or sees or knows where I can get a Porky's Revenge, I just don't want to pay thirty dollars for it on Amazon. That's oh my the God. only one I don't have. I will, I will keep Why that in mind. It? Because they're good. <laughs> All right. All right. We're getting we're, we're coming up on two hours. We've we've talked a lot. I think we've covered a lot of great things. The last thing I'm gonna ask each one of you is uh it can be a movie we've already talked about. I literally just want to know your favorite sequel of all time. Dave. Dave. Can we give our worst one too? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, my best one, uh, I think Alien. I think okay. it, it's just such a solid movie. Worst one, or the one that breaks my heart every time, is the second Matrix movie. Yeah. The first Matrix. I think no, my favorite movie of all time and sequel that didn't need to be made. Agreed. Snow. I mean, yeah, it's almost you got to think about it. I can agree with The Matrix. That's probably one of the worst sequel movies ever. Never needed to be made. Yeah, as far as best sequel, I mean, just because we just talked about it, probably X2. That Nightcrawler okay. scene kind of yep. changed the whole comic book yeah, game for me right there. It was epic. Great. Epic it's opening. That, uh, it's really, really tough. I will totally... Um, I'm such a James Cameron boy. Uh, it's probably Aliens or X2, honestly, is my favorite sequel. Nice. Uh, worst sequel, <laughs> worst sequel for me is uh mm, that matrix two sequel <laughs> right there but i'd also we're say three for three baby <laughs> taken two was really really which, bad which one taken two yeah, oh, yeah. made no sense jason richardson favorite sequel worst sequel ever um i'd probably have to go with like what dave said aliens okay. and then worst sequel Grease 2? <laughs> no, that's probably one of my favorites. Um, I don't 22 know. 22 like, Street. Probably like, uh, probably like, I don't know, Leprechaun 2. Oh, okay. <laughs> definitely, definitely one we didn't touch on tonight. Wow. But you know what I really, really didn't touch I really on like it. Leprechaun 2 in the hood, part 2 in the hood. is really Oh. Cool. oh. Wow. And Wardo. But guess, but guess what? Guess what? You got Last the $5 December, <laughs> I got all seven of them in the $5 bin. All seven. You just go them. get drunk and, and go to Walmart. Was, <laughs> and that was, um, so real quick here. Do it. So my two best friends, Jenny and Chris, we do a gift, we can do a gift exchange each year. And so I just, for the last five years, I've just kind of, you know, thrown in a really bad movie in the this past Christmas, copies of all the Leprechaun movies, one through seven, and they were all for five dollars. Wow. The total five dollars for all seven of them. That's insane. That's a win. Uh, <laughs> That's a win. To some people, maybe. I think, got, I think it's overpriced. <laughs> Wardo, best and worst. So what's seven two? movies divided by five dollars? <laughs> Best and and worst sequel, sir. Well, I've already stated worst sequel pretty emphatically for me. Blues Brothers 2000 Uh, is terrible. Yeah. 
Um, ruined my favorite movie ever. Um, best sequel. I would have to say The Dark Knight, just for I mean, it's it no just an excellent choice. movie. Well, thank you all, you guys, for joining me tonight. I really appreciate you guys and all your thoughts and opinions. We have now go go ahead. Yep, what's up? What about you? Best, best, and worst. Um, best, Ah. best all-time sequel. I would probably have to go with. Um, I really think The Dark Knight Two is probably the best sequel I've ever seen. And then I'm with everybody else that The Matrix 2 is the movie that never should have ever been made or touched because the first one is perfect. Um, and the next time we do this episode, I'll probably say that the Demolition Man sequel was the worst sequel I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you guys for all your thoughts and opinions tonight. I really appreciate it. Um, next week, episode three is apparently going to be called uh, The $5 Bin. And I'm just going to call him Jason about all no, the crap he's gotten five. for five dollars. Uh, but no, actually, or, uh, or the Leprechaun movie that he got for like for uh, you know forty nine cents a piece or whatever it was. Exactly. It was a dollar. It's a dollar seventy. I did the math for him. That can't be a dollar seventy. That doesn't work out. A dollar forty. Sorry, dollar forty. Uh, so anyway, next week's actual episode, episode three, is going to be called Trilogies. We are going to take all three movies in a trilogy and judge the trilogy. So even though things like The Matrix that have a great mm. first movie, it's not going to hold up when you got to take in two and three into account. Uh, so that means we got to talk about Austin Powers again. We got to talk about Austin <laughs> Powers again. If you want to. So thank you guys for listening. I appreciate everybody's time tonight. I had a great conversation. Again, we went twice as long as I wanted these to be. So it's a fun time. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being a part of it. All right, thank you. Everybody have a good night.